0: Hi, and welcome back to the TLC Podcast. I am Madison. And I'm Akansha. Oh, happy Wednesday. It's so nice, like... Being together recording, we've been vibing in person for the past couple episodes.
1: I know. I think it's so great. And like, especially when we listen back to our older episodes where we were virtual and like now in person, it's like, you can kind of tell the the vibe is definitely different. I I know. I don't know if the people can tell. The
0: people. (laughs) I'm also like really delusional today. I'm so tired. I'm running on E, but I'm going to keep going because we got a podcast to do. We got to... Be there for the people. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know we've mentioned this before, but, okay, I'm obsessed with Moody Girl chocolate. Aconcha, I don't know about you. (laughs) I. You're obsessed.
1: I mean, I love it. I'm not going to lie. I love their chocolate. But I think you definitely have developed an obsession. But it's okay because I'm pretty sure it's a healthy obsession. It works. So (laughs) it's
0: like magic. Like, I've been doing the chill. Because, like, at night I've noticed I've had a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like you know, I've been going, going, going during the day and I'll lay in bed at night and I'll think I'm tired that all of a sudden like a thousand things will hit me. Yeah. So I've been like, you know, going and getting my, having my (laughs) moody girl chocolate in bed, watching, you know, Netflix, just chilling out, literally chilling out with the chill out chocolate. But I am obsessed. Like, I really cannot say better things about it. Like.
1: I think it's so yummy, first of all. Like, you can't even tell, like, there's anything else in the chocolate other than Mm -hmm. chocolate i mean unless it's like a certain Mm -hmm. flavor but it's so it's so good i definitely don't reach for it as much as you but i like it's because sometimes i forget what's in my fridge and then i'm too lazy to get up and go look in my fridge
0: well you know i have a sweet tooth so like i crave chocolate so this is like the perfect no yeah yeah.
1: you're always (laughs) and then on top of that when i'm here i'm like oh man i know I know you have the chocolate in your Um, freezer because all you do is talk about the chocolate in your freezer. (laughs) I love it,
0: and I bought their PMS one because, you know, that time of month, and it tastes so good. It's, like, just dark chocolate flavored,
1: Mm -hmm. and it's just,
0: like, oh, so good. I swear it made it better. I don't even care if it works. Like, I just think it's so, like oh good the packaging is so cute i'm obsessed
1: and literally like shout out to josie because she literally was the one who introduced us to this chocolate i like i said i think it's amazing don't eat it as much but i still think it's so good
0: i'm like forever forever grateful to josie like thank you so much for introducing us and also like i love that it's a woman-owned company like that yeah. just makes it a little bit better and it's a small business so why not support them exactly. and like you know they're like us. Yeah. New start now but yeah. Oh and I never feel guilty which is like, you know.
1: Well yeah, because they're like there's some <laughs> benefits to it. So yeah. you you're allowed. You're we I think we're all allowed to eat like Oh, by the way, New York noises always a warning.
0: I think we <laughs> just need to learn to accept our New York noises. Like <laughs> we tried recording in the bathroom, and it just like wasn't it. Like it was hot. It's yeah. a bathroom. Like there's only so many times I can clean my bathroom to record. <laughs> like
1: literally. Uh, but no, I think it's so delicious. It's so healthy for you in a way. I mean, it's good things come in um, small packages. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's what I was trying to say, but yes, because that's true. No, but, like, <laughs> I, like, literally, like, I don't know. I just, it's so good. It makes me feel good. I don't feel guilty eating it, which, like, you know, like, sometimes you have insomnia cookies, you eat a whole box, and you're oh, like, yeah. shit, I ate a whole box But I also don't think
1: you should ever feel guilty about eating something. Yeah, like, I feel like it's, that's, like, the problem sometimes, it's just, like, if it's something you like and enjoy, don't feel guilty about it. Just enjoy it because literally, like, your body will, your body knows your body. Yeah. And they're not going to re- be upset at you for having something that's yeah. chocolate. <laughs> your body just loves
0: chocolate. No. Okay, that's fair. I hear you on that. Like, I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I love that our guests have been like, when we ask, oh, do you have a cheat meal? Like, what's your go to? Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't believe in cheat meals. Like, if you want to eat it, like,
1: just eat it. Which is
0: true if I want it I eat it.
1: No that's okay. <laughs> I feel like that's such like a it's a concept that people always are like oh it's my cheat meal but in actuality you don't actually think of it as your cheat meal when you're eating it you're eating it because you want it and you want to enjoy it.
0: What's going through my head is that I like this is so freaking good holy shit why didn't I eat this sooner like I should have eaten this for breakfast like <laughs> oh my god I'm in heaven yeah, having an like, orgasm like literally ev- <laughs> like every single thought is going through my head except the fact that it's a cheat meal it's not a cheat yeah. meal you're just enjoying it uh well speaking of cheat meals I think we should get into today's topic but before we get started I'm just gonna give everyone a little trigger warning who is listening to this um If you are, if you are anyone who is currently recovering or dealing or triggered by eating disorders, um, I don't know what we're going to get into today, but we just want to give a fair warning to our listeners. We want everyone to feel safe here. We don't want anyone to, you know, relapse or be triggered or, you know, get upset. Um, this is a completely safe and open space. So we want to give that warning ahead of time, just in case something does come up definitely and we don't want
1: anyone to feel uncomfortable um because everyone has different things that they get triggered Mm -hmm. by um so like again we want you guys to feel safe and also we are not professionals this is truly like our own i guess like research and Mm -hmm. um experiences that we've talked about or other people's experiences that we've heard um but again like literally two women who are going through our own struggles, and we just want to bring awareness about it.
0: Yeah, and we want to talk about those hard topics that are sometimes we are scared to talk about, and that people are scared to talk about, um, and today is really, intu- it's not about, you know, eating disorders or any issues like that, it's really about just, like, truly loving yourself, self-love, and, like, loving your body, and yeah. I think men and women can both agree we all go through different struggles in life when it comes to that, yes. so, um, let's talk about loving yourself and learning how to do so. Literally. So. Let's be honest, Akanji, have you ever struggled with body image issues?
1: Definitely. I mean, I think if you don't, I feel like it's just, like, your subconscious always is going to make you feel, especially with, like, today's media, social media, like, everything you see on TV, growing up with, like, you know, America's, like modeling shows i can't even remember (laughs) maybe next top model there you go i don't even know i could have i'm blanked on that um anyways but yeah even victoria's secret you like grow up watching all these shows and you see these like perfect women on tv and you just look at yourself and you're like "Mm, i don't look like that but then it's also like personal I feel like I've gone through, like, fluctuations with my personal body image, like, how I feel about my body, and how, like, people kind of perceive my body, and it's, like, first of all, people shouldn't be perceiving my body. Um, but it's just, like, it happens, and, like, I know we've talked about this, like, how we both kind of struggled with this, um, but I remember, like, growing up, I was definitely very tiny. Tinier than I am now. I know that. People would, like... You also
0: were young. Like, that's just the thing. You also were young.
1: But, like, I guess, in a way, like, people were just... Like, I guess I was, like, smaller than normal, like, at my age, I guess, for whatever reason. Um, I would always get comments about, like you're such a
0: twig. You can like fly away with the wind. Oh my gosh. Same. Like you. if you don't <laughs> eat something, you're going to fly away. Like eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. Like or- you're so small. Like even today, not to cut you off, but even today I get that. And yeah. like I, growing up, I remember I would be like so upset. One, I was super tall. I've always been tall. Yeah. I'm 5'7", 5'8", almost 5'8". My parents are... My dad's 6'3", my mom's 5'10". Like, I'm very short for my family, but we're all, like, very, like, tall and lanky. And, the growing Mm -hmm. up, I was tall and lanky always. I was, like, close to boy's height in my grade. Yeah. Especially in middle school, lower school. And, like, I would just, like literally like people would be like oh you're so thin you're so small like Mm -hmm. you need to eat something girl like yeah
1: literally the number of times people would like grab my wrist yeah shake shake it it. oh my god and
0: like not to say that that ever really triggered anything in me because it definitely did but like i just remember i was at sleepaway camp And my doctor told my mom I needed to gain, like, 20 pounds. And I gained 15. Or she told me I needed... It was, like, 10. I gained 15 or 18. And I remember coming back crying, like, so excited that I gained weight. Like, it was, like, something like that. Like, and my mom would feed me, like, PediaSure and, like, Carnation Instant Breakfast. They would Mm -hmm. fill me with ice cream. Like, they were, like, literally trying... Not trying to, like, make me gain weight. And, like, I just always have had, like, a struggle with gaining weight. And it's not, like... But it's, like... When people say, like, oh, you need to eat a cheeseburger. Why are you so thin? Like, oh, do you have an eating disorder? Like, yeah. oh, it looks like you're struggling with something. It's like, yes, I am struggling with something, but it's probably not what you think. Like. Yeah. I, like, and I would be such, literally such a liar if I said I never had any body image issues. Like, I still have body image issues. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm, like, getting better, and I'm so much better than I was, like, growing up, and I'm definitely learning to love my body the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have things to work on, but like, I don't know, we're growing and we're becoming better and like, it's just, it's a weird thing, like.
1: I mean, like, what you were saying, like, even people, like, calling you out for maybe having a, like, an eating disorder. First of all, saying that is a very huge claim. Like, you do not know the person's personal life. Like, even if they are, like, even if they do have an eating disorder, that's the last thing you should be saying to a person um sorry and i just i mean i think i i also would people would tell me the same thing like oh like are you anorexic like what's wrong with you kind of thing and like people would make me feel bad like that i'm so tiny and like make me like oh like you're not like a woman in a way because you're so tiny And that was definitely, like, a struggle growing up. But, like, I guess I never let it get the best of me because I was just, like, I know my body's this way. Like, that, like, I can't do anything about it. So, like, I never really held it as, like, a huge, like, mental thing that I would, like, burden myself with. But then on the flip side, as I got older, like, I definitely gained weight. Like, definitely in the last few years, people who know me, I've definitely gained some pounds. And I, I feel like now I've finally reached, like, a healthy weight like a healthy Mm -hmm. like it fits my body like I yeah I can like work out and get stronger that's kind of why I work out if I do it's more of the strength aspect rather than like I need to lose weight um but it's like funny because like people who haven't seen like in a really long time they would be like oh you look fuller or like you know you look healthy but in like a condescending way
0: it's literally like you never it's never like you look perfect yeah it's like oh and I get that too like my weight has fluctuated over the years and like last summer I had to go undergo two very emergency surgeries and I lost 20 pounds and I'm having and on top of that I was diagnosed with IBS like on top of that like I have a lot of issues with my digestive system and just in general like it's so it's a lot like not that it's harder for me to gain weight but I am at a like low weight right now that I would like to be you not heavier but I would like to gain weight but I just physically can't it's not my fault but then Mm. I know people look at me and are like you're too skinny right you need a cheeseburger you need like she I think oh she probably has an eating disorder yeah like stuff like that like that's what's more triggering to me because then it's like it's a it's like, I've had this conversation with other people, like, you know, when you say that, when you, or it's like, you look good, you're so skinny, you look good, and then when you see the person next and they don't say anything, it's like, do I still look skinny? Do I still look good? Do yeah. I look bad now? Do I look worse? Do I look better? Like, you're almost, you play mind games with yourself. Literally.
1: There's never, there's never a way, like, a time where you can truly be like, oh, do I, do I look good now? Like, no one will ever actually tell you that either, because it's like... People, like, I mean, I guess, like, if you are telling a loved one, they would tell you that, but then you always have that thing in your head, like, oh, but you're, you love me. Like, you have to Mm -hmm. tell me that kind of, kind of aspect as well, you know? So there's always, like, some doubt in your head, and I I think it's, like, it's a mental problem. We all know, it's, like, a mental health problem Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, eating disorders, it's a real thing. Um, There's so many, so many types of eating disorders, and it doesn't affect just women also oh yeah like it affects men too it just they don't express it as much they don't talk about it as much with men like
0: and it's great the thing i have with men and women it's like and i say this all the time to anthony and i do feel bad it's like like i'll be like you can lose weight so easily like it's not fair you know Mm -hmm. what yes he can that's how his body is built i am built to hold a little extra fat and love (laughs) I'm <laughs> a little hold a little extra love in my hips and my tummy because I'm supposed to have children right like that's how God made me right like, of course. It, it, I mean I'm not trying to sound like religious or anything but like that's how you're made your, men don't carry children women carry children yeah,
1: I mean it, yeah. you don't even have to say that God yeah. made you that way like science science, science is yeah. that your body is like yeah. you hold a little more love on your hips because you know like women have to carry babies But
0: I. but I think with that it's like when I say, oh, you can lose weight so easily, like, you can drop weight like that, like, you can eat whatever you want, like, that's going to be triggering to a guy. Yeah, totally.
1: And that's another thing is, like, guys have to deal with it, too. Like, I was reading about how guys actually, their more body positivity issue is more of, like, they don't want to be seen as scrawny or weak, you know? They Mm want to seem strong and built and, like, that they can, like, move a truck, you know? Like, there's this, like, concept in their head that, like, oh, if you're weak, then you're less than. Yeah. And, like, you even see... And it's sad because, like, even when you watch, like, superhero movies, like, like... The one that sticks out to me is, like, Captain America. Like, he was this little scrawny dude that wanted to join the Army, and literally the Army wouldn't accept him because he was so tiny. Seriously? And so then that's why he did, like, this trial where he gets injected with stuff. I think that's that's the movie. If I'm wrong, please don't hate on me. But I just remember that he was scrawny, and then something happened, and now he's, like, this super built dude, like, and he can stop cars and trucks from hitting well, It's like, him it's like, like body, with, like,
0: b- body, men who use steroids, like, they're doing that to, like, it's normally men who do that, and, like, I can be completely wrong. Don't quote me on this. Men who are scrawny, were before, did not have, a, couldn't gain muscle, so they're injecting themselves with steroids yeah. and killing their body, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, and men do suffer. Men can be bulimic. Men can be anorexic. Yeah. I've known men who are that, and, you know, it's, it's, there's no, like, right way around it, like, and I just think in today's society, and I I hate saying this every single time, but it's so true that, like, it's so, everything is just so toxic. Yeah. And it's, like, it's really hard nowadays to love yourself. Like, totally. truly love yourself.
1: Yeah, because I feel like, even for me, right, like, I can always look in the mirror and I can be like, yeah, like, I look good in this outfit, but then, like, if I wear a different dress that may be a little bit tighter, I'm just like, oh, like, I need to lose weight. But, like, it's crazy, because it's like, that never used to be a thing growing up. I feel like I was definitely happier with myself growing up, even though people would call me a twig. I just never let it get to me, because... I always just, like, felt the jealousy when they would say stuff like that to me. And the thing is, it's not something to be jealous of. Like, I was tiny, and that's just because of my health. Like, that's who I was. Yeah. Right? I I feel like it's, like, body. Like, all these, like, health and eating disorders. Like, how much you weigh, what you look like. It's such a hard topic to also talk about. Because you don't want to be, like, offending someone right like I could have a conversation with someone that like oh like I used to get picked on grow- when I was growing up because of how tiny I was but like for them maybe their personal problem was that they were trying to lose weight growing up and it's like you know like it's such a hard um, conversation I feel like
0: it is and I'm always so cautious and I all I mean like, of course I slip up a lot of times with people but like I'm so cautious about like what I say like I don't want to be like Ooh, you look so small today,
1: yeah. Like, I don't want
0: to, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, like, and I'll even say it with you, I'll be like, Oh my god, those jeans make your legs look so small, yeah. But, like, I, I, it should be like, You look gorgeous, like, right. there's like, right. but it's like, it's just, and it's like weird, or like, and like, I, and I, I have body image issues 100%. I think every, not, I'm gonna say, not, I'm not gonna say every woman has body issues, but like. I think growing up with the age of social media, mm-hmm. and I saw this quote, it was like, remember who you were before Instagram. Like, yeah. And I think that really applies, because like, I compare myself to everyone on Instagram. I remember when Instagram first came out, and it wasn't even Instagram. It was like the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Like, yeah. My friends and I would watch it, and then I would go look in the mirror and be like, why don't I have a flat stomach? Why do I have stretch marks on my butt? Yeah. Why do I have dumples on the back of my legs? Like, mm-hmm. why, you know, why do my arms have a little bit of fat? Like, it was, why do they look so smooth and airbrushed? Well, one, it's fucking photoshopped. Yeah. Like, it's not real. Yeah. If you ever see them in person, they don't look like that. Well, they do, and they work their, their butts off. They literally work out 24-7. And do. that's not healthy on another end. So it's like... Yeah. But thanks. then it's putting it in my mind, like, oh, I need to look like this perfect airbrush Sports Illustrated, Playboy, Victoria's Secret model, <laughs> big tits and a big ass. Like, I, But I don't have that. I'm a stick, and I know that, and I accept it.
1: I think it's like... So, like, as you were talking about this, and I was just like, oh, my God, I, I know what I was self-conscious about growing up, and... I it's okay so people who don't know me because you can't see me I actually have a birthmark on my chin and growing up it was a lot darker I Mm -hmm. think now it's definitely lightened up or maybe I've just gotten used to it I don't even know but I remember like there people would be like oh hey you have some dirt on your chin but like they didn't realize like oh it's a birthmark and then they would like rub at it and then it wouldn't go
0: away. See, that's so crazy to me that people did that. That's like going just like someone that looks pregnant but they're not pregnant saying, Oh when's the baby due?
1: Yeah. Like you
0: can't do that. Like it's a birthmark. And Come like on, I, people. You know, like I'm
1: you know, like maybe like twelve, fourteen, yeah. like I'm I'm not wearing makeup yet. Like I don't think I started wearing makeup until I was like sixteen, seventeen years old because my mom would be like you have such beautiful skin, like, don't cover it up, you don't want to have pimples, like, and she was right, and I'm so grateful that she didn't let me wear makeup, because I know my skin is, like, grateful for it. But it's funny, because I do remember actually, like, going to the dermatologist with my mom, and actually getting an evaluation for getting a laser removal of my birthmark. Wow. And I remember at the time, like, my mom even asked me, like, you do you want to do this is this something that bothers you and i was just like i mean sometimes but like maybe i should do it when i'm older when you yeah and i i think because like my cousin my older cousin she's she actually has the same exact birthmark oh so like i always thought of it as like that's like our little like bonding kind of thing like that's connects us So, like, and I knew at that time, like, hers was way lighter, and she was obviously in her, like, 20s or something at that time when I went. And so I was like, well, maybe mine will lighten up, too. So I didn't go, I didn't get it done, because i have just, like, because I had my cousin to look at. Which is
0: good, yeah.
1: To see, like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, it doesn't bother her, so I shouldn't let it bother me. But it did, because obviously when people would, like, ask me about
0: it. And that's just, like people think. Oh my god, I've had Petty. people who, like,
1: ask me, like, are you gonna get that removed when you get older? And it's like, what, it, it's no. not your business to ask me that. Yeah. And, like, it's so funny, cause, like, I'll have a conversation with Ayush, like, sometimes when I feel self-conscious about it, and I'm like, do you notice it? Like, do you, does it, was, is that something you would want to change about me? And I love him for this, because he's like, no, like, I don't even notice it. Like, I, I I think it's just in your head now that, like, you know that it's there. And people who've known you, like, they just look at you and they don't even... They forget you have a birthmark. I
0: forget you have a birthmark. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't... That's what I'm saying. Like, those things shouldn't bother you. And, like, if someone... If they're really your friend or they're your soulmate person, I don't care whoever, they're going to, like, love you no matter what. They could love you even if you have a foot growing out of your head like <laughs> yeah <laughs> no
1: and i and i think that's something that i've learned to like accept but it's like i think that just like it made me think of it when you were like oh like i i don't think it was my weight that actually bothered me growing up and like i didn't care that people call me a twig because like in my head it was like i have this big thing on my chin mm-hmm. and like you're like that's what people are yeah. looking at that's it's, crazy i know i can't believe that
0: yeah I just like it just like all came rushing back <laughs> oh my gosh no but like and that that also brings up something in my mind like of I've never experienced this because I haven't given childbirth but I have something similar which I'm going to talk about in a different episode but scars <laughs> yeah. like women who have c-section scars like I've heard I've seen posts like oh do you think you're going to get that removed mm-hmm. are you going to get that lasered off Ooh, it shows in a bikini yeah like first of all For a woman to have a c section, that's a very, and I've never been through this, so I can't speak on the behalf, but most of the times that's when the baby is in distress. Yeah. No woman chooses to get a c section. They want a natural vaginal birth, Mm -hmm. vaginal birth. It's a traumatizing experience. It's very scary. Deaths can happen. So that's your battle scar.
1: Yeah. And totally.
0: They don't want to get that removed. Like, for someone to ask, ooh, are you going to get that lasered off? Ooh, it shows in your bathing suit. Or I'm uncomfortable that it's showing in your bathing suit. Can you pull your bathing suit bottoms up a little higher? People have said that. I've, like, read, like, bloggers that have had C-section scars. Like, they've no written, like, way. things that people... Yes, and it's like, that. that's so messed up. And actually, on Instagram, I saw um, Jackie Gold Schneider. She posted a photo. I missed it. I, I think... I watched Real Housewives. And I think she's on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. But she posted, This sweet picture from last night turned into a discussion on my stomach on social media. So let's talk about it. So let's talk about stretch marks, shall we? My beautiful stomach held, held four healthy children. And those stretch marks remind me every day of how powerful my body is and how much mothers endure during pregnancy. I wouldn't airbrush my body to perfection. So you see a fake version of me or unrealistic picture of a mother? I love myself. And I know that beauty is found in imperfections. No woman should be ashamed of their stretch marks or anything else about their bodies. Like Eve Elsner said, stop trying to fix your body. It was never broken. Love yourself. And the photo is of her. She's standing outside a restaurant with one of her friends. And clearly, like, the photographer airbrushed her stomach. Really? And, like, you can tell, like, she, like, posted photos of, like, her stretch marks. And, like, first of all, like, and that's, like, another topic of conversation, stretch marks. Like, I caught, like... I call them, like, love marks. They're, I mean, but, like, I have stretch marks. Like Yeah, I do, too. I, I think every woman has stretch marks, and I I think they're, you know, they're... I love seeing women's photos of their natural bodies with stretch marks. Like, I love... Like, when we were growing up, like, I just remember getting the Victoria... I don't know if you ever got this Victoria's Secret swim catalog, or, like...
1: Yeah. You, I, I don't think I've... I don't, maybe. But, like,
0: or you'd go into the store yeah. or something, and they'd be have their bathing suits, and they'd have their butt... And then they had no stretch marks. Mm-hmm. And then when I would try on a bathing suit, like I would have like little white stretch marks. And I don't think I ever was ashamed of them. But I just remember thinking, like, how come my butt doesn't look so smooth? Like, how can yeah. I get my butt to be so smooth? Like, what can I do? Like, my yep. friends like stuff like that. And like now I think magazines in general do a lot better job of showing women's stretch marks and women's natural bodies. Totally. I think that is a huge jump that we have made. But like growing up like as a child you would be like why don't I look like that why don't Mm -hmm. I have like this perfect body
1: yeah and like I mean going back on the like um c-section like I know my mom had one for my eldest brother and like I don't even like notice it like she doesn't I but she tells me like oh yeah like sometimes it's itchy and I'm like oh really like I didn't even think that, like, a C-section... Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things that people are dealing with post even having a C-section. 30-plus years later, like, my mom is telling me literally just recently that, like, she gets itchy on her C-section, like, scar. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, so, like, why should... But she shouldn't feel ashamed of it. And my mom doesn't. Like, I love that. Like, she doesn't feel ashamed of her C-section. Like, that's the last thing that she's ashamed of. But, like, I can... I feel for those people that do, and, like if she had stretch marks, um, from carrying babies, like...
0: She carried four children that are healthy.
1: Yeah, like, you... Why is she feeling ashamed of that? And, like, the airbrushing... (laughs) This is a funny story. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, my family and I went to Vegas, uh, when... I was, like, in, I don't even know, fifth grade. Um, and it was, like, my brother, my eldest brother... He's probably going to hate me for telling me the, telling the story, but on his 21st birthday, he got punched in the nose and his nose was broken. Oh my god. <laughs> so we went to, and we went to Vegas like immediately after. So, we like had went to a restaurant and we got like a family picture taken and we got the picture and we're like, "Yo, where's your bandage?" <laughs> like the photographer literally photoshopped the bandage off his nose what the yeah (laughs) and not only that literally photoshopped every single person's face i was like 10 years old and she photoshopped my face i'm like and so it's crazy because it's like really like we didn't ask you to edit this photo like why did you edit this why did you edit my bandage (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally it's like what was that necessary it's like it's so funny because we look at that picture it yeah. just has like a flat nose or like oh you got a nose
0: job oh you got a free nose job yeah. nice like
1: literally so it's like people some photographers like i mean i think it's like you know that's your job right some people ask you to edit them some people ask you to photoshop them but like don't do it without permission of the person you're photographing because like it could cause. It could trigger like any of their own. Like, personal oh, body did my issues. nose really
0: look that bad? Now yeah. I have to go get a nose job. Exactly. Like that's, like that's actually also brings up like the court. I know this has gone on. Everyone probably has seen it. The court. The not Kourtney Kardashian. The Chloe Kardashian photo. She is so. Fo- oh she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's compl- so. The, and then it showed like her actual testimonial photo, and looks like completely two different people. Like, if you're that. First of all, this goes back to the loving yourself. Like, if yeah. you truly hate that photo, don't post it. Yeah. Don't Photoshop your face that you look like a completely different person because that's not who you are.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: Or, like, women that really photo airbrush their faces out with FaceTune. First of all, I've never owned FaceTune. Like, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Second of all, like, don't... Me neither. Don't um. airbrush your face. Like, and yeah. it, you can easily tell. And, like, if you really and truly are... Like... That's just it, just goes back to like loving yourself, right. like,
1: and I mean, I think it's like a huge issue. Like, Facetune is like advertised on almost every everything, app, you know. Like, I've seen Facetune, like, I've seen it so many times on my newsfeed for anything, and it's like, it's so crazy because, like. I, like, there are people that use it, and I know people that use it, and, and there's nothing against them, like, that's just what helps them feel comfortable for posting a picture, so I'm not gonna hate on them for using it, but obviously it's, like, I just wish I could tell you, like, hey, you're beautiful beautiful the way you look, you do not need to edit your face, like, and that's, like, a crazy reality of our generation, too, is that there are so many, like, apps that you can download to literally alter your life.
0: Oh, wow. 100%.
1: Like, even if you were to look at, like, Canva, right? There's a thing that you can do, um, background remover. You can literally, like, edit yourself in, like, New York City, and then, like, next thing you can put the background as, like, Hawaii. Catfish.
0: Central. Literally. Literally.
1: (laughs) It's so crazy at, to, like, how many images can be doctored, and it's, like, I wonder how, I wish there was, like, a way that you could, like, see the undoctored like
0: the an unedited paper Oh, I version. love Googling and, unedited photos from fashion magazines because yeah. half of them are so beautiful without being edited. Exactly. So it's kind of like, what are you even doing? Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's just, and I, again, I'm going to repeat the quote just because, like, I want everybody to hear this is like, who, like, who, remember who you were before Instagram? Yeah. Like, remember who, even not even before Instagram, remember who you were before you edit that photo that you're gonna post on instagram like what do you right. look like in the mirror actually yeah because like when you're editing a photo to the extremes where you look like a completely different person i.e chloe kardashian <laughs> like that's you know and i mean like we like if you do edit
1: your photos like we love you either way but it's like
0: you're beautiful you are you beautiful. don't need to whoever needs
1: to hear this Whoever is out there looking at themselves in the mirror right now, you are beautiful. Every curve, every bump, every love bump, it, you are beautiful. Yes,
0: literally. Every
1: Every acne scar, every battle scar, whatever it is on mm-hmm. your body, you are gorgeous. And if you're a man, you are one hella handsome guy. Hella
0: handsome.
1: So do not
0: question yourself at all and it's like and you know and that's the goes back to the whole thing like the self-love the loving yourself like mm-hmm. we all have work to do like I know I have work to do. you have work I can't speak for you but you have, maybe have work to do <laughs> yeah. someone has work for work to do and like but it's all about loving yourself it's like and like I've learned little things that you know if I'm having a bad day I'm going to order cookies and I'm going to order sushi Mm -hmm. and I'm going to watch my favorite show and then I'm going to get in bed early and I'm going to, you know, go to sleep. And if I need to take Z-Quil to fall asleep, I will. (laughs) Like, I, I'll do it for me or I'll drink some, take a melatonin (laughs) gummy. Like, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to do things that make me happy. I'm not going to like, if I have to say no to someone's plans, like I'm too tired, like like I'll say no. Like, do things that make you happy.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, so just, like, a little bit of a a fact out there, which is kind of scary. Okay. Um, so eating disorders actually affect 9% of the total worldwide population, okay? And 9% of the U.S. population is 30 million Americans. Wow. 30 million people in the U.S., have some sort of eating disorder.
0: I mean, I can believe it.
1: Yeah. And that's just crazy. Like I it just like I mean like I I understand, I feel it. I totally understand why people would have an eat like that many people have an eating disorder when you literally watch TV, all you can think about is like I wish I looked like them or you know, it's just like everywhere you look.
0: And, like, I think eating, and I'm not a professional, but I think eating just sort of span from, like, mental, almost mental. Almost. Oh, like is. I can, you know, I literally can, look like, scroll through Instagram and I see Bella Hadid in a thong bikini looking perfect with a flat stomach. And I'm like, why don't I look like that? Like,
1: mm-hmm. well, I need to
0: go run five miles. First of all, I don't run, so I'm not going to go run five miles. Yes. But then all these things go through my head, like oh, I need to do this, this, and this, and this. And then I have to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No, you do not, first mm-hmm. of all. You're never going to look like Bella Hadid. I'm not Bella Hadid. Yeah. First of all, we're completely different background cultures, whatever. Like, I'm yeah. never going to look yeah, like her. Of course. So, like, I shouldn't – that's not something I should strive for. It's not something anyone should strive to look like. Anyone else, you are you, like, you were per- – like, again, what's that quote? You are, you know – stop trying to fix yourself when it was never broken. Like, yeah. Don't fix something that's not broken. You're yeah. not broken. You're not broken. You're fine.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, And, like, what you were saying, like, so the National Institute of Mental Health actually says that eating disorders are serious and sometimes fatal illnesses. Oh, yeah. That can cause severe disturbances to a person's eating behavior. So it can affect your body weight, your uh, food and everything, like, how you look. Mm-hmm. All of that is all mental. Like, that is your mental reaction of eating like think mm. about like it's just it's scary and I mean like if you have an eating disorder like and you want to talk to anyone like reach out to us like I know we're not professionals but like if you just need like an outlet to talk to and just like vent like it's a hard thing to go through yeah and I I feel like no one should ever have to go through something like that alone
0: no never alone and if you're recovering and you want to talk about it by all means as well you know if you you know it's not just eating disorders if you don't feel like you love yourself because i think that also is a big component of it if you feel like down if you're like i can't i don't love the way i look and i need to fix that like one we're right there with you we're going through it we're fixing we're healing we're becoming better stronger faster You know, we're being, we're all becoming better humans, and we're all figuring it out. We're all in the same boat. Like, I probably could talk to five people, and probably maybe three out of the five would probably have the same mindset as me. Yeah. So, it's, you know, we're all going through it together. You're not alone. No. And loving yourself is a, it's just, you know, it's a, it's hard. And I, like I said, I'm, every single day, I'm learning how to love myself even more. Like, I think it's a fine line where we are right now and social media really does not help at all and like I don't know it's speaking of social
1: media oh yeah celebrities oh yeah <laughs> I mean I don't know I'm sure people have heard about it and you actually were the one who told me about mm-hmm. this so maybe you should kind of lead the conversation oh, gosh we're gonna talk
0: about the d-word diet but um so, I watched Real House of Beverly Hills, and I'm trying to get a concha to watch it, but she doesn't <laughs> want to do it. It's fine. But, um, Teddy Mellencamp, who runs her all-in program, which is a two-week detoxification, in quotation marks, um, jumpstart program, and they're a pa- paired with, like, a ca- these accountability coaches who will check in on you, cheer them on. The program's, like, $600 in total, whatever. She, so, they have to sign an NDA1. That just sounds sketchy when you have to do that for a diet, meal Mm -hmm. plan, whatever. And, um, so, on September 15th, a fashion and lifestyle influencer, Emily Landy, posted several screenshots um, of the Thought Catalog story to her Instagram. Um, And, basically and this just literally blows my mind, that it's insane. So... Uh, I... Okay. So, <laughs> there's detailed accounts where they are restricted to 400 to 500 calories a day. They have to do 60 minutes worth of cardio, and they have to document it and send it in, or they get dropped from the program. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and then if they say they're hungry, the coaches say drink more water. And at night... They are for the first couple weeks supposed to eat vegetable soup. I also, I read actually eating soup for dinner or vegetable soup or some sort of like heated, like a lot like V8 juice mm-hmm. or tomato soup is a telltale sign of anorexia. And so that's promoting, they veg- eat vegetable soup at night. It's basically promoting anorexia. This program is basically promoting an eating disorder. Which is crazy Which is, to me. Yeah, because like, she is a recovering, she used to, in her 20s, she used to be bulimic. Yeah. Or she, no, she had a binge, she had a binge eating disorder. Disorder. Okay. And so, and that's just crazy to me, that she's now promoting this high intensity, first of all, 400 to 500 calories a day is not sustainable at all.
1: No, so. You cannot
0: function. Your brain, I'm pretty sure, dies.
1: Women are supposed to have 2,000 calories a day, and men are supposed to have 2,500 calories a day. Just put
0: that in perspective. And they're cardio for 60 minutes. If I was to run on a treadmill for 16 minutes, I'd probably burn 600, 500 calories. I know in Soul Cycle, I burn at least 350. Exactly. So,
1: I mean. You're basically
0: consuming negative calories a day. Yeah. And eating vegetable soup for dinner.
1: Which, I mean, when you told me about this, I was like, um, is she crazy? Like, I was literally reading at it about it too that they literally have to send pictures of their scale daily and. Like, their, um, what they're, like you said, what they're eating. And then there was someone who literally was out on a date and sent a picture of her, like, burger without a bun. So this girl was not even eating any bread. She mm-hmm. was having just the meat. And they dropped her from the program. Okay. And on top of that, so like you said, the initial two-week detox is the most expensive part of the program. Mm-hmm. When you don't eat anything. Okay, that's $600, okay?
0: $600 to starve yourself, everyone. For Literally. two weeks. For two, for two weeks.
1: weeks. Okay, next you do $400 for a relaxed menu. And then that's three $400 a month. And then the next one's the weight and workout, which is $165 a month. So as you get through the program, you pay less money. Because they know that more people are going to likely drop out after the first or second program. So then you end up taking more money from the people, okay? So they already know that the the whole system's worked out that people will eventually drop this program, so they're never going to ever get to the $165 a month because they're going to hate it. Two, she apparently has a license called the American Fitness Professionals and Associates, which allows her to talk about all this stuff. You get that license for $699.
0: So basically her program. So her program... <laughs> one, one person from her one program paid for One uh, person
1: literally paid for her license.
0: And she's not even a nutritionist. She's either. not a
1: nutritionist. And all the, all the coaches are not even... Um, they're not qualified. They don't have any medical license or nutritional um, licenses. They're not nutritionists. They're literally just people who bully you.
0: I don't know what bothers me more about this whole situation like the fact that she went through an actual eating disorder and now she's promoting it and she's making women basically hate themselves. Yeah. Like hate them and this is this is creating a bad relationship with food. Yeah. Like this is really creating a bad relationship with food.
1: I mean, it's like if a person first of all, if a person is trying to do a diet already and or lose weight, lose weight, whatever. There's some sort of mental aspect that is already being affected, okay? So like Either way, someone who's like, oh, you know what? I need to lose some pounds. They're looking at their self like, I don't look the best and I don't love the way I look. They're Themselves already mentally are on a lower level. Now you're going to put them through this huge bullying program. Like, that's, that's literally, like you said, pushing them to start having an eating disorder. It's encouraging what you were saying. Like, the anorexia, vegetable soup at dinner. Like, that's not healthy. Yeah, eating. I read...
0: I read it through – because I was reading a bunch of these, like, Reddit things, and someone commented, like, as a former – the Reddit post was like, as a former person recovering from anorexia, I can attest that eating vegetable soup is a telltale sign of anorexic disorder. That is what women would do. And even her best friend on the show, Kyle Richards, came out that – and when she was in her teens, she was anorexic because on the TV show she was on, they kept putting her in baggy clothes because they said she didn't have a good figure, So, her friend, who also is now supporting her and saying this is a great program, told on the show a season ago that she used to heat up V8 juice for dinner, and that's all she would have. V8 juice, first of all, that's nasty. Mm It's Tomato soup in a, in a, water, water, (laughs) it's,
1: it's (laughs) watered down
0: bullshit, that's what it is.
1: I remember having it once, like a sip, and I was like, oh, what is this? Uh,
0: no, I, I can't do Bloody Mary's, but like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're having all these people saying the things that they're asking to do is a tel- It's perpetuating eating disorders as people with eating disorders do Yeah. to stay. F- I mean, it's just... And I just... What bothers me the most is that she's recovering. She's very vocal about what she went through with the binge eating. And, like, she gained, like, 50 pounds. Or I don't know. Something very drastic from her weight. And because and the reason why it triggered and I might get this wrong is because when she went on casting when she moved to LA they said she was too skinny so it created a binge eating disorder so that right. that goes back to the whole like first of all And I need to stop doing this, too. Stop telling people that they're skinny, they look full, they look filled out, they look healthy. Tell them they're beautiful, they're handsome, they're perfect.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Because you don't know what it can trigger.
1: No, I agree. And that's, like, it's these dieting programs. I'm, like, I don't like the word diet.
0: The D. I'm calling it the D word. Yeah,
1: I I feel, like, personally, like, it's crazy because even, like, couple weeks ago I was like I mean I kind of am which is like the intermittent fasting it's not even called diet intermittent fasting which I mean I'm still eating normal food I just eat from a time to a time I love that way because it's like I don't feel like I'm dieting I'm just eating letting my body eat at a certain time and scientifically Technically, you shouldn't be eating, like, a few hours before bed because your stomach can't handle it. And you can't digest while you're laying down. And my
0: doctor with, you know, my IBS, I'm not – I really should not eat past 7 o'clock. And I Mm -hmm. eat my dinner at 5 o'clock because, like, I need two hours for it to digest. And if I know I'm going to be in bed by 8.30, I don't want to be laying down. Yeah. Because I will have a stomach ache (laughs) majorly.
1: It's crazy because there's, like, so many trends these days. Like, there's the keto diet. There's, um, paleo. There's, Mm -hmm. um – even if you want to really think about, there are some people who use like veganism as like a diet, which I'm sorry,
0: it's not a diet. It's veganism f- is not a diet. It's, it's people- just a life. It's not. A, I hate. It's not a lifestyle, but it's a. It's a. It's a way of eating that yeah. you're. Com- it's like being a vegetarian. Exactly. Being it's vegetarian, a vegetarian,
1: or if you know, I, it's, you only eat chicken. It's you're- what you're
0: comfortable with. If someone's comfortable with eating plant based, and that's what they want to eat, then that's what they want to eat. People that use like, like this when. In high school, I went gluten-free. Again, everyone knows, like, I cannot eat gluten. I cannot eat milk. I'm, like, very close to being celiac. Like, it's a very weird line. And I went back on eating gluten for a very long time. And it messed me up even more. But in high school, people would be like, oh, you're doing gluten-free because you want to lose weight. No, I'm doing it because my stomach fucking hurts. Yeah. Like, I don't want it. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm sorry. My <laughs> stomach really, really hurts. Yeah,
1: No, and it's such a – it's such, like, a really, like – Thing that people deal with and no one wants to talk about it and actually like there's another um i guess you can say it's like a health nutritionist person yeah. out there um his name's dr mark hyman um he is a doctor and he with um another nutritionist her name is mona sharma um <laughs> she actually um is they both kind of created this plan of like not really making a diet for you but actually trying to see what your body's like genes are telling you you're allowed to eat right mm-hmm. so will smith's family on the red table talks if you guys watch it i love red oh table i talks. love
0: red table talks
1: so they actually went on to their show and they were talking about how jaden smith actually went vegan and it literally destroyed his body like he could he ended up developing like Bags under his eyes. He was like super skinny and like wasn't retaining. Like, and he only was doing veganism because he felt like his body was actually reacting to eating meat and cheese and like dairy. So he was trying to like figure out what was working for his body. And he's like, Oh, let me just go vegan. And actually, like, was terrible. And that happens
0: a lot of the time. People will go, they'll be like, Oh, like, I think I'm. I need to cut out dairy, or I think I need to cut out gluten, or I think yeah. I need to cut out fish, or I think I need to cut out meat, and it ends up, like, really messing. Another yeah, example, didn't have- on Real yeah. Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna said she went vegan, and she ended up, like, she was, like, losing a bunch of hair, Yep, she was having heart issues, like, exactly. all this stuff, like... Sometimes it doesn't react with your body. It doesn't react
1: with your body. So what they ended up doing was they all did a genetic test, like a blood test, basically like got their whole body like analyzed. And of course, the Will Smith family can afford to do this. Not everybody can afford to do that, which is like another huge problem in the healthcare system, which I don't want to get into. Um, But basically, they all had very different things about their body that were like, oh, you need to do you need to have something like this in your diet. You need to stick to this. Like, you guys are actually all mildly allergic to nuts. Like, li- little things. Like, they were, they didn't know that they would eat, and they just were like, oh, like, I have that every single day, and, like, that's probably why I, like, I'm on the toilet for hours. Yeah. And,
0: like, it's so interesting because, like, um, and you actually, I'm just gonna say this: you actually can get that done by your doctor. I have a family friend that did get blood tested, yeah, and got tested for everything, allergen wise, and she found out she was allergic to blueberries, and that was one of her favorite fruit,
1: right? And, and stuff like
0: that, like yeah. And so, I mean,
1: you can get it done. I think the one that they did was a little bit different. It's like a but if you're but you if you're, can if do you, an allergy test. We're if anyone talking.
0: listening like wants to figure out, you know, what I I cut out all these things, nothing seems to be working, just go to your doctor. Yep. Find a primary care physician. Go to them and say, "Hey, can I get a blood test? See what your insurance covers, yeah. and or an allergy fi- test, an allergy test or figure out. You know, do it for yourself. Like, if if something doesn't feel good for your body, stop doing it. Yeah. If vegan, being vegan, being plant based, being vegetarian, cutting out meat doesn't feel good for your body, then stop doing it. Yeah
1: if like yeah like, if you but if you feel like meat isn't doing something for your body then cut meat out like you your body like tells you oh and it, it tells
0: you it tells it you what's like up
1: something. oh trust me <laughs> but yeah and I mean I love okay so like one thing I'm gonna read off a quote that um Dr. Mark Hyman said was and this is like the dining aspect but food isn't like medicine it is medicine and our, it's our number one tool for creating the vibrant health we deserve so you shouldn't have a relationship with food so negatively like food every food is a like an anti like it's like there's so superfoods there's components of the vegetables and meat that we eat that it can actually treat you and help you if you're not feeling well. Like, I was literally telling you before this, like, yeah. all the little Indian remedies that I know my mom tells me to do when I'm not feeling well, like, everything is, like, food and herbs, those are all natural medicine.
0: I love, like, I love my tea, my traditional medicinal tea, because those work. Those yeah. are medicinal teas. Like, we were literally reading my tea box because... <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she was like, yeah, we use those back at home for medicinal purposes. I was like, well, there you have it. It it works and it's legit. It's not fake. Exactly. So, uh, and I'm just going to revamp back, rewind back to the Teddy Mellencamp all in situation. And I saw this quote. And I think it's hilarious. It says, It's ironic that diets that make you cut out more than half of your food groups call themselves Whole30 and All In when it's all just a whole bunch of bullshit.
1: (laughs) And I think that applies to any of these crazy diets that literally make
0: you eat nothing. Like... And, like, if you... And your body, like... Your body knows... And I think being and what we are, like Akancha and I are both in school and we do you know, we ask them their height, weight, and we mm-hmm. figure out their BMI and that is a big component of it. we ask them what they eat, what their allergies are. Like yep. you would be surprised how much nutrition plays in dentistry. But it's you know, and what I've learned through all this, the BMI calculation is like your body has such a flexible range, like yeah. But there is a point where you're underweight, and there is a point when you're overweight. But your body knows when to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, come on. You need... Like, your body tells you. Yeah.
1: You're, you're, you you like, start feeling sluggish. You don't have enough energy, energy. You Like, literally, your body tells you, hey, something's not right. You either need to, like, change what you're eating, eat more, eat... Like, you know, whatever it is. Like, like food coma, it... That's your body literally telling you like you you ate too much much. (laughs) and it's okay that you eat too much. It's okay to enjoy the finer things in life but like you're that's like a such a simple way that your body tells you to do like tells you something is wrong and it's like you should just listen to your body more because literally it tells you everything you need to know and how to live a healthy lifestyle
0: yeah it's your body is an amazing thing it can heal itself when you give it a chance Josie said that I believe actually yeah and um I still think like obviously like we said we're not
1: professional. we're not no we're not at all you should still go to your doctor every year like don't just like listen to like you know you have to really what I'm what, what I think what we're trying to say is more of like have a journal like I know so many people who actually have food journals too but that
0: can also be a very that it
1: can be unhealthy but it's more so like if there's something going on in your body and you're not sure what's actually causing it if you just write down what you're eating and you're like oh I had a massive like stomach ache that night what did I eat and then it happens again you can actually look like oh this is what's triggering my stomach ache and then see if you don't eat it if that happens again like there it's a, na- a way for you to check on yourself, but again, go to your doctor. They they know a lot more than you think. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you know, love just like love yourself. Yeah, back to all that. Like this, all goes around. Like, and I actually was going to ask you. So, I mean, if you ever have a son or daughter, what are you going to teach them about loving themselves?
1: I think the major thing that I would ever want to teach my kids is that do you and be comfortable in your own skin do not let anyone else tell you otherwise Mm -hmm. even if it's me or even if it's like their dad like because I I know my parents have like always been like you know don't eat too much sugar and and they're coming from a good place because they're my dad's diabetic so it's more of that aspect but like sometimes that can come off as like oh you're that's unhealthy you're gonna gain weight if you do that yeah And, and that's what like a kid, like a un, a growing, developing teenager will think when their parents are saying that, but they don't. So, the, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of going on a tangent now, but I think I would just tell my kids to just love themselves for who they are because you are who you are for a reason. Yeah,
0: I know. I was really thinking about this, and like I thought this was really funny. Like, you know, growing up, it was all about like, adult like sex education don't have sex until you're married you know you're gonna don't get pregnant you know like all that stuff like but like literally like what about like loving yourself like yeah like what about like why why is there not like body education or why isn't there you know all these like like don't let someone treat you like this like learn to love yourself before Mm -hmm. loving others like yeah. there's no education for that but it's all you know it's always like
1: that's true like when you go to health class it's, health.
0: it's i mean yeah. i
1: i think i had a different experience with my health class i feel like
0: well i saw a woman giving birth and then they brought in penis and putting condoms on a banana so that was i mean that is but, not what i would but like what I, I mean but like what i'm saying is like and they did touch a little bit on like eating disorders and some health but like What about, like, loving yourself? Like, I I don't need to see, like, what an eating disorder. I don't need to have that in my mind. I need to learn. And I want my kids to learn. Like, my kids need to learn from early age. Like, hey, like, love yourself first. Like, love your body. Love who you are. Love, like, me and your dad made you this way. Like, you know, like that. Like,
1: I think, yeah. I feel like that's another thing that I think needs to be worked on. Like you said, it's just, like, especially with the future generations is like that mental like
0: like here's how to have a good relationship with yourself.
1: Yeah. It's like the mental aspect of growing up. Like they're always talking about like look pretty, wear a nice dress, where like, you know, um be the star football player so then you get all like the girls. Like that's that's not what you should be teaching your kids and I don't I don't think I'd want to be teaching my kids that. Like I no. feel like i'd want them to be happy with who they are and i don't know i i don't really know that many like i do see it actually like with the next generation with my nieces and nephews like my cousins are very good about letting them love who they are letting them do what they want to do like my little nephew has his own youtube channel like it's so cute like he just like it's and they're just letting
0: him do him, right? And he like it's like the age of exploration. Yeah, like, the kids <laughs> nowadays like have so much freedom and so much technology at their fingertips, and they can do so much change. And yeah. so there's so much like flexibility. But like, I just really think, and I think they're doing a. I really think it's our generation, like these twenty year olds, thirty year olds, like you know, that have this really toxic relationship with themselves. Yeah. And like, but these real things. I think
1: our generation suffers a,
0: a lot. lot, and I think it stems from us being thrown into social media yeah. at and not knowing how to handle it, mm-hmm. and you know,
1: no one kind of giving us no like one giving guiding. us like
0: a guideline. Yeah. Our parents didn't know what it was, and we're yeah. being thrown into like, you know, going to college, and you know. Don't gain the freshman 15. Like, you know, like that crazy, like that. Yeah, I remember
1: I would always. Like, you
0: always would hear that. And I just think, I think now we're all, everyone is very open. I couldn't have been able to talk about this five years ago. If you said, imagine, let's sit down and talk about body loving yourself, I'd be like, absolutely not. I can't talk about this. Yeah. But I think we're getting a lot more open about having these discussions Mm -hmm. and, like, I think that's a really good step because people need to hear it. Like, Totally. People need to resonate. People need to be like, I'm not alone.
1: Yeah. I think that's, like, a really big thing, too, that you aren't alone. And there are support groups out there. And there are so many, like, and I think that's amazing because I feel like it's, it's all, like, changing. Like, you can see the world changing and, like, creating these, like, little, like I said, support groups. And, like, when you look online, like, especially, like um, with Josie and like Kyla, your friend, Mm -hmm. like just all the body positivity that they're all about. Like, I love that. And I think like, if you find the person that can actually like, like follows the the ideals that you want to follow, like you should totally do that. But remember, like, it's your life. You don't need to be your followers. Yeah, like, you the don't people need people you, you follow. You
0: don't need to be someone else. You just need to be yourself. Yeah. And I think that's really what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all that, but like <laughs> I just and I and like I said, we're not professionals. We don't know anything. I'm still learning to love myself. Me too. It is still a struggle. I have yeah. every single day, and I, you know, I look in the mirror. Some, sometimes I can't even look in the mirror. That's how I'm, like I have, but I have day I have days like that. I'm being yeah. honest. Like I would be lying if I said, oh my god, I walk past the mirror and I'm like I'm so freaking sexy. Like I love myself. <laughs> no, I literally am like. Who is this person? Half the time. But the other half the time, I'm like, you know what? I'm perfect the way I am. I have a loving boyfriend. I have friends that love me. Mm -hmm. My family supports me. You know, I'm doing amazing things. I'm in New York. I'm independent. I'm on my own. I'm going to school. Like, I'm getting a graduate degree, whatever. Yeah. I'm doing all these things, and I'm crushing at life. I don't have time to hate myself. Yep. I, ha- I, <laughs> need- I have time to love myself. I don't have time to hate myself. That's just one more thing on my plate that I do not need.
1: Yeah, I know, so. I, agree. I love it. I uh. think like, that's like, like you said, that was the main point of this whole conversation is that it's all about loving yourself and you can love yourself every day. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you are an amazing person. You're an amazing human being. You're perfect the way you are
0: and you are going to kill it today. And I'm going to have a bar of chocolate after this. All right. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into the TLC this week. We love you. We hope we helped you in any sort of way. Um, please feel free to reach out to us again. It was um, a little
1: bit of a heavy episode. Yeah. But I kind of love it. I love, I love, I love these, these heavy episodes. I'm ready to
0: cry, honestly. Me too. But um, thank you again so much for tuning in. We go live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Chatter. If you want to DM us, please feel free to do so. If you want to email us at the at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We're always open to suggestions for a couple episodes. We have some fun ones coming up. Next week is so exciting, and we cannot tell you, but it is exciting. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> everyone, stay tuned, and have an amazing week. Have a safe weekend. Tell someone you love them, and love yourself, most importantly. Yep. All right. And hug yourself. And hug yourself, All right? Bye. Bye. <laughs>